Tyson Badger and the Chicago Bears get a victory over the Carolina Panthers. I know it ain't that great of a victory, but hey, we gonna take it. We gonna break it down. Talk about it. It's me and Steve-O up in here. Y'all gonna hear about it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. But hey, welcome back to a live post game from Chicago Bears Central. The Chicago Bears on a Thursday night beat the Carolina Panthers 16 to 13. I'm Bobby. Got Steve-O here with me. What up, my guy? Stuart Bear Dub. Man, that's it. We just need dubs around here in Chicago land. The Bulls stink. The Blackhawks kind of stink. The Sox stink. The Cubs stink. We need to get right. So, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to take victories however they come. Not a great win, but I say it's definitely something you couldn't allow to happen. You, you, you cannot lose this game. Steve-O, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, exactly what you just said. It was coming in. I'm like, bro, y'all, if I swear for Lord, if y'all decide y'all gonna win this game, lose this game, I'm gonna lose it. But yeah, we already knew what it was like. We knew coming in, they shouldn't be able to match our run offense because they D line is not all that. And they not known for stopping the run that much. So I knew coming in this game, we got the rush shit, but it was definitely a one, a must win. In my opinion, we don't have too many, I would say must run situations in this current season, but tonight was definitely a must win, and I'm glad they was able to pretty much look like the better team that they are the whole game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, I think it was a, a pretty good uh, battle. Uh, Tyson Badgen on the day, he went 20 of 33, 162 yards, 4.9 average per throw. Didn't get it, you know, didn't register any sacks, so that's pretty good. No touchdowns, but he did take care of the football. What are your thoughts uh-huh. on Tyson Badgen? Um, still feel like he threw too much, and that's mainly on Luke. Um, I think to me the sweet spots for Badge, and I don't want him going over twenty five throws because once you get past that, you're basically leaving him up to play to his own instincts. And as a rookie, you don't want that. So, besides that, he kept the um. I mean, he had a little bit of a slow start coming out of this game. He's seen a different couple of looks on the um defense side. They were sending pressure, then they wasn't. So um. He he was just trying to get a feel of the game. He missed a couple of throws, missed a couple of reads tonight. But for the most part, we can we can we can allow that as long as you ain't turn the ball over. And he probably only had maybe two times where it was almost turnovers. So for the most part, no fumbles, no interceptions. Good game. Facts. Good game. You got a victory, and you wasn't the reason that we lost. So you get hey, he did what exactly what you expect him to do, especially for his stature in this game. Um, why do you think, like, bro, like I, to keep it real with you, I don't know. In the beginning of the game, it seemed like he was he wasn't settling. Like, is that too much uh-huh. to think about? No, I mean, like, like, like they uh see the um KF both posed the question of that, and I was like, after throwing three picks, I my confidence would probably be a little shot too. Um, he was a little antsy on his feet. He was, um, you know, when they in the pocket and they just shuffling and moving. You could tell, like, he was he, he wasn't settled, but he's he's just like Justin. You get a couple throws under to him, he see a big play, he cool. And I feel like once he got that touchdown, um, through with Deontay Foreman, he was cool after that. That's when the nerves settled down. He hyped up the crowd. That's when the that's when the emotions burned down. He got cool, calm, and collective, and he started being smart with that ball because the last throw of the game, 
probably wouldn't have been a good ball if it was any other time of that game. So right. I agree with you. I think he did I, for the most part, he did he did his job. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I say hey, you get a dub, so that's a good job. But hey, I want to talk about the running game. 37 carries on the day. Don, uh, Don, Deontay Foreman, the leading guy, 21 uh, rushes for 80 yards. And the Chicago Bears as a whole had 133 yards. What did you think about that rush game from Deontay Foreman? It was good. Like I, like I said, we expected it. Like I said in the previous opening statement, that I feel like I probably would have shaved off probably five to six to seven passes and gave that to another running back because I kind of like when Deontay had when we both had both double digits running backs at the time. So to me, I was, I mean, like we know what Foreman was going to eat. He was, he was killing, he was averaging three point, almost four yards a carry on um, 21 attempts for 80 yards, which it should have been more than 80 yards, but we see what happened at the end. But, <laughs> but yeah, like my payment, bro. <laughs> but yeah, he, still, he still got 80 yards. So you better get that done. But yeah, like we expected it for the most part, but to me, I would have ran the ball. More with um Evans and Rojo, so the fact he ended with 21 attempts, I probably would have kept him around 20. Mark went for Deontay and at least try to give get one of those two near 10. And so I went, I went and gave Badger 33 times to throw the ball. I'm with you though. I think that that run game with the uh Deontay Farmer it was pretty good. I think that these guys was able to go ahead and kind of hit the Panthers in the mouth a little bit here and there. I believe that, surprisingly, for a team that's ranked at the bottom of the league in rush defense, they actually defended the run pretty good today. They did. You know what I'm saying? Well, Could have been I would say only early, early on. Yeah, especially early on. Because I feel like um, one of my nervous spots, was I was noticing that whenever we got stopped early, like if we got a no game or a one yard game, we was throwing them the next two times. And I was, right. I was going worried about that. But as we start seeing the game go on, I think even Lucas and the coach started noticing that um, Tyson wasn't as set in as he, we seen in previous games. So therefore you kept on seeing at, even at the big runs at the big first downs, they gave the ball right back to Deontay, which is something we're not used to seeing. So, I, I was I was glad that they did that and showed me that they noticed it. Finally, <laughs> you feel me? Definitely, that there's something that we've been asking the coach staff to realize. Hey, if something's working in this game, who cares how you win it? Just win it. Uh-huh. Who cares how you win it? Just win the damn game, because that's all you could really ask for. You want these guys to go out here and compete, obviously. But if you got the game in your hands and you pretty much can seal the game by playing excellent defense, you know what I'm saying, and leaning on what makes you the Chicago Bears right now, which is rushing, lean on it a little bit. Uh-huh. 37 carries, Auntie Goon is 37 times that they handed off the ball to the running back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, seven so, targets is the amount of times you throw the ball at somebody, which is seven times. Facts. So – we definitely trying to get Auntie educated, y'all. She's trying to tune in with us. Yeah, she but, <laughs> bro. But hey, Steve O, these guys on the defensive side, man. It's a lot of people you could probably choose from. TJ Edwards with 12 total tackles, Jaquan Briscoe with nine, Kyler Gordon with eight, Jack Sanborn with seven. And then you know what I'm saying, Justin Jones with three. We ain't gonna get into that. Who stood out the most to you on the defensive side of the ball? I have to say Kyler Gordon and Sweat. 
even though Sweat didn't get the 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 sacks, I don't think people take a court and, uh, and understand how much just get, getting your hands on the quarterback. It's multiple times. I think he ended the game with, with either five or six QB hits. And that's to be honest, that's all you need to rattle a young quarterback. You don't necessarily have to get sacks, but it, it did result into freeing other people to get three sacks like we did today. Because to any other day, Rashawn Green ain't getting no sack if Montez Sweat ain't on the field. So um, him for sure. And to me, Kyler just looked like on every play that we needed a, a play for sure, he was there every single time. Um, he was even he was doing a lot of dirty work in the box, getting a lot of tackles, stopping a lot of tackles, getting a lot of help tackles. And um, that's all we can ask for. And like you said, everybody else could contribute with the, another solid game of tackling. Uh, could be a little bit better, but it was a nice solid game overall. But to it was Kyler and it was a uh, sweat for me. I agree with you. I th- I've been put Kyler Gordon up there. I believe that the guy, man, he was up in there just doing exactly what you just said. The guy was out there getting dirty up in the place. He was he was basically around everything across the entire field. He pretty much did his thing, but I got to show love. A lot of love to Montez Sweat, even though, like you said, no sacks registered on a box score. But, man, you can give him a little bit of credit just for about every sack that's on here. Unique Ngakwe. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? On the other side, Montez Sweat was able to pressure a little bit. And then when it comes down to um, Rasheen Green, if Montez Sweat doesn't put the pressure on a quarterback to step up, Rasheen Green never gets that sack. So I got to show him a little love on that. And I'm very, very happy for Javon Destin Sr. to get his sack. Uh, No, he got a QB hit. Excuse me. But he, he was able to open up a lot of things. For this uh, Bears team, so I got to show him a lot of love, for sure. Facts. Hey, and that's all you got to ask for. Like, we just, at this point, we, if we ain't going to get home, at least touch him. That's all I ask. Like, at least touch him. That sounds crazy. Pause. But just, like, at least, like you just got, like, like I said, QB hits means a lot. Like, that gets into the psyche of a quarterback. Like, I've seen, I literally seen it. If y'all watch the QB show, you've seen it with Kirk Cousins for the whole nice. rest of that season. That mug couldn't breathe, and that affected his thought process and his throwing, too. So, just, if you ain't going to get home, you better get home, at least get home late and hit his ass or something, because we weren't even getting hits at some at certain points. So, that's all I was concerned about. <laughs> they talk about C-Dub is always hating on Cairo. <laughs> he needs to wake up. <laughs> oh, he hates he on anybody that kicker. kicks. If you a kicker, I ain't got a problem with you. He um, might not like Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> trying to tell you. Um, but I think that man, I think that uh do you think the the like the Bears, they got 10 days, bro? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of looking ahead. They had 10 days. Did they have 10 days? Yeah, they, they had 10 games. They did. So they played Thursday night. They, they played a team, and then they played uh the Commanders Thursday night. Yeah, the Thursday oh, night. They had yeah. ten days, and then they went and played the Vikings, and looked like they just played the previous day. Do you think it's gonna be another type of situation when it comes to now moving on to Detroit with ten days off? It's definitely it's possible. possible. Yeah, uh, like once you see the ones, you can't. You be a fool to not put it out your head. And we and we know one thing about this coaching staff, like you, like we said, we seen it with Justin. We're now seeing it with Tyson. 
That first game, you was all nice and neat with him. You did it the way you want to. Now this mug been throwing 30 yard, 30 um attempts a game. And you just keep constantly shaking the the, the game plan up. So of course, I, I won't if, if we come out, we look the same like <laughs> coming out here empty set, not checking who's the, the, the dude that's blitzing and shit. Like I, I I'm not gonna be surprised because that's something we're known for doing. That's right. something that's Luke known is for doing. So I'd be a fool and I'd say that's not in the realm of possibility. Yeah, and that's kind of the way that I'm going with it as well because you say Matt Eberflus bring pressure on multiple occasions and the pressure didn't get home. When you bring pressure, you need it to get home. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be known as one of those defenses that's dominant, whenever you bring pressure, you, you have to mean it and you have to have some type of result. Obviously, you can't get that on every play, but on majority of the time, you need to make sure that you can go ahead and get that. And and this mm-hmm. night, you just didn't see that. And then if you look on the offensive, the offensive side of the ball, you see uh, Tyson Bajan come out. He's out there in what we was calling happy feet on a live call. Make sure y'all be mm-hmm. there whenever we live calling the game. Bro, it just seemed like he couldn't settle down. And, bro, we only won, what, six, seven games in the last two seasons? <laughs> How can you trust the coaching staff right now? You just can't, especially with now you got 10 days off before you before you play a division rival and you're oh and what? Eight, can't trust the O-line whatever either. Whatever it is. Because the O-line played solid today. So and I can't trust the O-line week. either. And last week, yeah. Exactly. We still lost last week, though. So it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, anything's possible with this team. You never know how it's going to go. But hey, nine times out of ten, it's seeing more and more like a Chief Keith song. You know how it go, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Chief Keith song. Hey, for how, real. How that work? You know how it go. <laughs> <laughs> it is real. what it is. For real though, but I think that I think that Detroit gang gonna be able to tell us a little bit more, like. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I seen like a little bit of a few clips on around the social media to where some fans believe the best can go on some type of run. <laughs> that might be the delusional fans. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'm just get like, don't get me wrong. A lot of you, anybody can go on the run at any time, but these motherfuckers, I ain't nah, I ain't putting my faith in that. Can't do yeah. it. And I tell you about one thing I don't really like about not having Justin receive snaps in this game instead of the game the following week. Man. You about to go against your division rival, the Detroit Lions. They defense all right. Mm-hmm. Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson is all right. You gonna bring Justin Fields off entry right into that type of defense instead of the defense you just played tonight? That's what I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't like that, bro. I'm just saying. You, I, 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 I wouldn't like because it was two things people was mentioning. It was like, okay, you want him to come out and he ain't fully healthy and then he bombs the game against this dude and now right. the whole Twitter space go up and then you're going to have next week, okay, he do play and then he gets smoked because they're just talented, more better than us, a better coach, better talent and everything around. Then he's still gonna receive smoke from it. So it's just like right. you you damned if you do, damn if you don't in this situation. Yeah. 
I mean, go blue said at least we two it on Thursdays. Well, hey, Danny, every game need to be on Thursday. Nah, bro, y'all need wear orange <laughs> for the rest of the damn year. Man, I'm trying to tell you about them orange uniforms, bro. If they put the orange helmet on the white uniform, I think it'll be cold. Yeah, bro, yes. That's my thing. Like the jersey is not bad. The helmets is not bad. It's just that it's just too much orange together. Cause now we look like fucking Clemson. All you need is a Man. damn paw print on the helmet. Oh, um, bro. And I don't Absolutely. like it. That's why I be saying, like, why we don't have a black jersey, a gray jersey, or something like damn, like shake it up, do something. For real. But yeah, wear orange all I give a damn. Well, keep wearing orange, bro. I like I I can't I, I, I somebody said that point, too. Like for real, keep wearing orange. Like every time we wear orange, well, it used to be bad because every time we wear orange, we used to lose. But hey, hey, I need if you believe in mojo, good things, karma, whatever, we need it all. We need all yeah. that shit. Oh, all orange, it. hell no. <laughs> and this is coming from a person with their favorite color is orange. All orange, absolutely not. Facts. Uh-uh. Hey, at least, it, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. At least we get a couple days of no Chicago sports that we really into, and we get to chill for a couple days. Bulls right. don't play until Sunday. Bears don't play until next Sunday. <laughs> um, bro. I'm going to bed. Um, bro, what? I'm going to bed. Oh, snap. Yeah. The Chiefs might lose. Then we Gucci. Oh, snap. It's buses. We good. But hey, he's in the building. What up, my guy? Hey, man. Hey, listen. All wins ain't ugly. I'm glad that the Bears got a win, especially them ugly ass orange jerseys, bro. <laughs> bro. Glad that the Bears like got tangerines a win. and shit. Absolutely. Yeah, What's your initial thoughts on the game once you once it I concluded? Mean, I I just like like I said, the Bears took that like they played ugly, but they got it done. And so I think that this is the type of win to me that it really highlights how we we just need some better coaching and we need some better players at, at like trenches and positions like that. But when you look at it, the penalties is probably the ugliest thing about this game for the Chicago Bears. Defense didn't give up any touchdowns in this game, right? The only touchdown we gave up was on special teams. So uh, right. the Bears won on time for possession. They won the first down battle. They had more total yards. Um, and I think that, you know, it, it was for what the Bears team is right now. We know we're not a great team, but for what this team is, with Tyson Bates in that quarterback, this is kind of the way that if we won, I would I thought that it would have went. So and that's what I and that's kind of like what I kind of the at least one of the positives that I took out is that hey, you ain't turned the ball over. It wasn't you yeah. that lost us the game. Hey, some yeah. a lot of the, uh, I can name probably about four or five throws. I was like, bro, what are we doing? Or <laughs> what are you doing per se? Mm-hmm. Like it's wobbly, it's short, or it's too far down the field. What are you doing? But we can we can honestly come to, you know, come together and say, hey, he wasn't the reason we lost the game. And Matt Eberflus has some cojones to say, hey, defense go win this game. Yeah, yeah. So I got to give it to you know what I'm saying, give it up to him for that. So, but uh, who was the guy that stood out the most to you on defense though? I think it's a few names you could throw up in there. Yeah, definitely. If you Jaquan Brisker, definitely like Jaquan Brisker's back to being yeah. uh, being around the ball all the time, playmaker. I loved it. Um, and I say Kyler Gordon outside. Kyler Gordon, bruh, bruh, he is getting into that rhythm that we thought he was going to start off the season with. We know he had injuries and stuff to start, but Kyler Gordon in the slot at that nickel, that's going to be 
dangerous for years and years to come, bro. Yeah, because the one thing coming out of college, I didn't my 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 worry was, but especially coming out of the Pac-12, I didn't know if he was that physical. Like I know he can be, but like especially playing that nickel, I, you got to be physical, especially because these mugs, if they get off running, ain't nothing you could do. Especially if they doing like cross routes and slants, and he was on top of that, but. Was most depressed me tonight was his dirty work in the box. That mother was in the box, yeah, like, yeah, you ain't getting past this line of scrimmage. I don't know what you think this is, and even if you do, I'm gonna still hold your. What I say? <laughs> what I say? Doing dirty work in the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Stephen. Don't overthink it, bro. Keep going. I'm damn. That I can't even. I, damn, you made that dirty. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I'm old now, bro. I can make anything dirty. Yeah, bro. Man, you old, dirty, bad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, that's my whole thing. Like, he, he, hey, fuck it. You messed my train of But Hayes, I know that uh, Steve O was, uh, I know the last two games, Steve O was like, man, we ain't going to, defense ain't going to be so solid because he believes that Jaquan Briska is that tone setter. Mm-hmm. Jaquan Briska was here today yeah. with the energy, with the hitting, with just being all around. Is it fair to say that this guy's the tone setter of the defense now? Yeah. He's the identity. I've said yeah, that. He is the identity. Yeah. I would say if we're looking at like going forward, right, like into next year or whatever, the pillars of your defense are Jaquan Brisker, TJ Edwards, Montez Sweat, hopefully, hopefully. and potentially Jack Sanborn, but that's really it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. No, and I like and, and I like that which I was saying earlier about him. Um, um, what Jack you being in that mic, I said, damn, no, Jalen Johnson. <laughs> oh, listen, I don't know if Jalen's gonna be here, bro. Like, right. I would love Jalen Johnson to be here, but I, I, Ryan yeah, Poles with the pocketbooks, right. bro. You never know. Hey, what yeah. you saying, Steve? No, I was just talking about Sanborn, but yeah, Sanborn owned me about 15 push ups because that's supposed to be a pick, sir. Bro, yeah, that, was game. that was supposed to be a pick, sir. You owe me that. Facts. Yeah. But I, yeah, that, that's all I wanted. I just I, I want my team to step up when it's time to step up, no matter what the coaching is. Um, it's it's still not a team I can see like they might be done with the coaching, but they're not done with each other. So I'm still yeah. I'm that's still if anything, you could take anything positive from away from this season, I will say the spirit is still not broken in this locker room. Mm-hmm. For some I reason, I yeah, for some I think, bro, I think that when you get around a certain, you know what I'm saying, a certain group of guys, you just know. You be like, hey, if we if we can somehow overcome this obstacle, we could be something decent. And I think that's how you look at it. Hey, look at us. We here. Play they time out. <laughs> bro. Thanks. So that's just how I be looking at it when it comes to things like that. But uh yeah. We move on. Oh, yeah, I got to ask you, Hayes. I told Steve-O, hey, no Jay Fields today. No Justin Fields today. I feel like mm. it could have been a good opportunity to kind of, you know, rev him up or get him some reps before you go play Detroit, your division rivals, who got a solid defense. We can't even knock it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You got a solid defense. Do you kind of like how the Bears approach this, or do you think that, you know what I'm saying, it's going to be all right when they go play Detroit? I mean, the thing is that if he wasn't medically clear, he wasn't medically clear. But I will say, having the ten days uh, off now to to rep him up, if to rev him up, if he is going to be ready to go, 
I think that that's what that, it puts him in a good position. So I, it really comes down to we know that Justin Fields is a warrior, right? We know that he's more than willing to play through injury, things like that. So listen, I like having a win, especially going getting ready to face Detroit. Uh, you know me, I'm petty. I also want us to beat Detroit. So I think that this is this was a solid game as far as like the way that the defense performed to get ready for that Detroit that Pistons, the Detroit Lions offense for sure. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair because I actually like how the defense played today. Mm-hmm. I understand it's the Carolina Panthers, but the Bears, after that punt return, could have literally just let go to rope. You know what I'm saying? They could have just let it all fall apart, not put in enough effort to make plays. But they actually, you know what I'm saying, that defense rose up. So got to give them that. Got to give them that for sure. Y'all trying to get in some of these comments or what we talking about? Yeah, might as well. For sure. Bears versus Lions is a divisional game. It's not going to be sweet for them. Also, we can't go out being sorry to Monty. Hey, you better not let Montgomery do nothing. (laughs) I ain't going to lie to you. Exactly. You better not let Montgomery do nothing. It was 125. Oh, this is a good one. Oh. Are we about to see Matt Eberflus first two game win streak, bro? <laughs> I ain't never put my money on these motherfuckers. Bro, I'm not. I, exactly. <laughs> you know where I'm at with this season. I'm not predicting any Bears wins. I'm just. I listen. Just go out there and compete. I. Hey. I don't know shit with Matt Eberflus, bro. Like the defense looks solid, and all of a sudden next week we can be like, "Hey, why did we only run zone the whole game?" Like it could just be some crazy shit. Facts, it definitely could be. Hey, we seen Trent Taylor do a a, a, a jet sweep today. Mm-hmm. I believe <laughs> no Vegas. And they got a cut, and it got took back. You know why? Because Cody White is still on this goddamn team, bro. Like Cody White here and Lucas Patrick. As soon as the season over with, bro, they need to get up out of there. Bro. Just pack your bags, gang. I don't bro, know who bro. said it in the chat. I don't know who said it, but they said they need two Greyhound tickets for both of their ass. And they need I pay for them. Motherfuckers <laughs> hey, I mean, be careful. Work for a rental company. We just gonna send them motherfuckers some rentals. They gotta get the fuck up out of there. No, your ass, no, your ass taking an uncomfortable bus. Fuck that. <laughs> Drive no. yourself home, oh, bro. bro. I'm trying to tell you. Trying to tell you, Lucas look like he from Wisconsin anyway. <laughs> oh, no, real. Oh, yeah. Hey, how good was Montez Sweat tonight, man? Montez Sweat was excellent. Like, I, I know a lot of what he do, did didn't show up in the stat sheet, and people are probably gonna, oh my god, we paid this much again. But when you look at it, the sacks that we were able to get were because directly because of his pressure. He had what five or six QB pressures alone today, two nah, QB they just hits. Dropped the stats, he had eight pressures. Eight press, yeah. Eight there press you go. Of like five QBs, actually. So yeah, listen, Montez, what was that dude on the defensive line today? So that's it. Period. Come on, we will crowdfund the expenses. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. We definitely do that. But hey, we've been here. It's late on the East Coast. Y'all got anything left? Hey, no, I'm glad the Bears got the win. This is definitely a win where they can take some things out and realize what they need to do to keep it uh, going forward and to build on, off of it. And um, like I said, Montez Sweat really coming along, showing that what he's going to do. God forbid you go out there and, and improve your defensive line overall next year. You, you see that. I like what I saw from a lot of people uh, in this game. So, you know, 
we we got to go into what is it in Detroit or we in Chicago next week? We got to be in Detroit. In Detroit, we got wait. Detroit, bro. Let me double check. We we yeah, we in Detroit. Yeah, we in. Yeah, in, in Detroit. Detroit. So yeah, got it, got to build off find what you did. You got ten, you got ten days now to prepare for that opponent, and um, hopefully the defense keeps up what we're seeing. And listen, I'll tell you this as well. I know I talked talked about him a very little bit, but Jack Sanborn at the middle linebacker is him. We got to keep him there. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. You got to keep him in middle linebacker. If you see it's working, tell tell knows. Hey, you still getting paid? Tell knows. Sit your ass on the other side, on the outside, and, and get to the quarterback. That's what I need you to do. Yeah. Jack Sanborn definitely did his job. Got to give him credit. Facts. Facts. What that pick? Yeah. Um, bro. Um, bro. I ain't letting that go. You, We need turnovers, and you ain't getting Facts. it. Ain't even get it. But, hey, what up, Mike? Steve-O, you got anything left? Um, I'm glad I ain't got to watch no damn games this for the next few days. Oh, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Ten, ten days without Chicago Bears football, it, it's going to help renew my mind. Uh, I'm glad that we're going into that 10-day break with a win, too. Because I'll tell you what. They, they, Bobby saw it in the pregame. I'm so I'm so over this team, bro. bro. So, 10 days after a win, that, that's going to be good for the brain, bro. Facts. Absolutely. But, hey, that's it from us. Y'all can make sure y'all follow the show at Chicago Bears Central on all social media platforms. Make sure y'all lock in. We got voicemail episodes. Go ahead and call in 773-242-9336. We going to catch y'all on the next one for sure. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.